is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Like the uh, the Beatles, Miklos. You can talk at a microphone. Like the Beatles. Blah blah blah. I like the Beatles. Okay, good. Today uh, you may not know this. This guy's the best. You may not know this, but 43 years ago today, on this date in New York City, John Lennon was murdered outside the Dakota Building in New York City. So this is a kind of a somber day in New York. People go to Strawberry Field in Central Park. They lay a wreath. They lay flowers. That, of course is the Beatles. Um, I guess right now you just heard him, Dr. Miklos Santo. He is the director general. He's a very impressive guy for the Center for Fundamental Rights in Budapest, Hungary. He's got with him my friend Brian Lieb, who's also terrific and a great voice for Israel, and he's great on Newsmax. I watch him. And uh, he's got some pretty lady here. I have no idea who she is, but she's taking pictures. It doesn't matter. Who is this woman, by the way? My chief of staff. Oh, your chief of staff. Okay. She's great. She is terrific. Okay. So you uh, you come in uh, not empty-handed, which is very nice. You brought a book with you, and uh, the book is Last Warning to the West, Hungary's Triumph Over Communism and the Woke Agenda. And uh, the person who wrote this book, Shay L. Bradley Farrell, Ph.D., is a part of uh, your CFR group. So I don't know much about Hungary. I'm not going to lie to you. I've always wanted to go to Budapest because I hear the parties are wild. You're invited to CPEC Hungary. Am I definitely invited? Yeah, can I officially. Speak? But can I speak? Of course, of course. That would be a pleasure for us. Now, when is this? Well, when is the uh, CPEC? Hopefully, we, we had one CPEC Hungary last year, this year, and the plan is to have the next one next year in late April. Something late like that. April, okay. Uh, but by the way, you're going to take care of my flights and hotel and all that, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. Okay, very good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, we, will, we will solve that problem. <laughs> but on a serious note, uh, you guys, Hungary has seen some significant changes over the years, and you're a very conservative guy, you're a Trump fan. Tell me about the book. Um, look, I will tell you about the book, and I will tell you something about Hungary as well. Uh, in general, I feel that we are, again, in the age of uh, discovery, just in reverse. Uh, a few hundred years ago, uh, Europeans traveled across the ocean to the New World to explore the Americas. And now... American conservatives travel to, to the old continent, to, to Hungary. Why is that? To, to explore and to get to know the Hungarian conservative recipe, the Hungarian conservative politics that can be successful and uh, that, that can make your country great again. And uh, the Hungarian story, to tell the truth, which this book covers, it's, it's not that extraordinary. Um, we Hungarians, we Hungarian conservatives, we are just trying to stick to, to common sense. What, make our, what makes our story so special that the word went insane. The word, the word went, went nuts. While we are just trying to stick to the three values of God, homeland, and family. Despite the, the accusations, Hungary is still part of the West. We just remained 
normal. We are trying to protect our Judeo-Christian heritage, our Judeo-Christian civilization, our national identity, state sovereignty, our borders, and we are trying to protect the family and the children from this or against this uh, gender propaganda. That is a great recipe for success, and it sounds an awful lot like why Donald Trump, uh, in my opinion, in my lifetime, I'm almost 57 years old, along with Reagan, were the two best presidents uh, in my lifetime. But I was told, at least, that you are the most conservative figure. Again, I don't know much about Hungary. Are most people conservatives? Are they not? Is that part of the battle, trying to change this country? At one point, was it so, a socialist? Tell me, what, what is the move been that you happen to be the most conservative person in Budapest? Me, myself? Yeah, but, uh, but is, are the, is the rest of the country like you? Is there a battle like there is here? Uh, um, look, the Hungarian society in general habitually is, uh, is conservative. So, uh, of course, the Hungarian public life is also very polarized. I would say that there are two different alternative um, public word or word of, word of public opinions. We do have the left, of course, in Hungary, the progressives, the Vogue, uh, which is quite fragmented and quite uh, in a bad shape. So that's, uh, that's, that's, good. that's a good situation. But if it comes, if it comes to, to national history, if it comes to national identity, if it, uh, if it comes to, to migration, if it comes to the family, and let me tell you this, if it comes to the children, people are very conservative. Maybe, maybe uh, they already got used to the uh, machinations of the deep state of Brussels, or maybe they got used to the, the, the nasty tricks of the Biden administration, and, and they may get used to this whole progressive mainstream agenda. But uh, where the liberals cross the red line, I think, that was a few years ago when they began to push this rainbow and gender propaganda focusing on the children, on yeah. the minors. Yeah, agreed. And in, in Hungary, that was the, that was the last uh, drop. the camel's back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, that, so, that, so is Trump a very popular figure in, in Hungary? Very popular. Yeah, yeah. On, okay. on, yeah. on the conservative, uh, among right fingers, he is extremely popular. He's the only one, to, let me tell you this, he's the only one American president ever who said, quote, we love Hungary. He said that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Free goulash for <laughs> life for, for Trump. For everyone. Yeah, forever. So um, you mentioned migration. And when you look at all of the failures from Biden, there are many, many. But a lot of the issues we're even having right here in New York City with the quote-unquote migrant, which I call illegal crisis, all stems from the issue at the border. Donald Trump did an amazing job. You know, guys... I did this show for four years when Trump was president. Right here. You know how many times I said the word migrants? Never. Not once. So when people say, what makes you think Trump would have been any different? Hey, stupid. He's got a four-year resume. I never said the word migrant once in four years. Now I say it every day. What is the migrant situation in your country? Look, the, the best number you can have... Uh, of illegal migrants is zero. Yeah. And, and in Hungary, the number of illegal migrants within the country is zero. Now, why is we, that? We, we, we sealed the borders, the southern borders, uh, physically and uh, legally as well. The, the, 
The, the big story or the big picture is that we protect our borders externally and we do protect the children and the family internally. And while we physically, so we, so we, build, we, we build that wall, we built the fence on the southern border of uh, Hungary uh, in uh, 2015 when the mass migration began uh, from the Balkans, from, from Africa, from the Middle East, via the Balkans towards uh, the old continent. And on the other hand, we also modified our constitution and the legal environment uh, uh, and implemented much more stricter rules. And even the Hungarian, Hungarian constitution says in a very simple way that illegal migration is illegal. How about that? There is a, a legal solution and a physical solution as well. And it it's mirrored by the, by the success of the Hungarian migration policy and it's mirrored by the frustration of the deep state of Brussels and of the Biden administration right. because if it comes to the Hungarian democracy or the, or the state of rule of law in Hungary, uh, in Hungary it, those um, uh, disputes are not about the legal environment right. or the status of democracy you. in Hungary. It's about that Hungary tries to protect its borders, tries to protect its constitution, and tries to protect its sovereignty. That's what we should be doing, too, exactly. Dr. Miklos uh, Santo, in the few minutes I've got left, I have distinguished myself, not by any uh, choice. I'm just a very proud Jewish guy. I'm not a religious Jew, mind you. I don't keep kosher. I don't go to shul every Saturday. By night three of Passover, I'm having veal parmesan. I'm one of those Jews, you know. But if you say something about Jewish people on the street, I'll kick your ass. I will kick your ass. I've always been that way. And ever since October 7th, I think I'm more of a Jew now than ever. I've actually joined the temple. I did go to Shabbat services and Shabbat dinner, and I want the world to know it. I get very angry when I hear Jewish people taking off their yarmulkes, not going to menorah lightings because they're scared. Don't be scared. F them. That's what they want. They would rather you take off your yarmulke than a dead body in the street. That's a win for them. Don't do that. Don't do that. So all I can say is the last two months I've been uh, very um, boisterous about my loyalty to Judaism and how sick I am about these Hamas and Palestinians, not just Hamas, Palestinians as well, and all the Jew haters across the world. What is it like in, in Hungary? Is that a, a country that feels badly for Israel? Is it split like the United States? What's the Israel feeling in your country? Look, uh, Hungary is the most important and maybe the only one true ally of Israel in the European Union. Is that right? Hung- yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, there were a lot of uh, documents and uh, proposed resolutions, for example, in the European Union or within the UN uh, trying to uh, criticize Israel or label Israel as some kind of a fascist state, and uh, Hungary vetoed all of those uh, proposed resolutions. So Hungary and Within domestically, uh, within Hungary, uh, Budapest, the capital, and the whole country is, let's say, uh, liberals do like this word, this expression. It's a safe space for uh, for Jews. There is a Jewish uh, renaissance uh, in Budapest, in Hungary as well. And let me tell you this, what we feel uh, as Hungarians and why we do sympathize with our Israeli friends is that um, the fight against anti-Zionism, anti-Judaism, and the fight against this anti-Israel behavior is the very same fight that we do have 
for our European lifestyle. And those fights are against the very same enemies, if you understand. I do. Well, I got to tell you, you are um, you're very cute. Thank you very much. I've been described, never described as very cute before, have you? But not on a radio show, another man, but you are. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Miklos Santo. He's a director general, the Center for Fundamental Rights in Budapest, Hungary. Clearly a brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, the new book is out from the CFR. It is, again, entitled Last Warning to the West, Hungary's Triumph Over Communism and the Woke Agenda, written by Shea L. Bradley Farrell. A, a Ph.D. It is wonderful meeting you. Uh, really, I mean that sincerely. Brian, you know I love you. Nice to meet you as well. And you keep talking, my friend, and I can't wait to see you in Hungary. And tomorrow night, of course. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me and see you at CPEC Hungary next year. All righty. Sounds good. That's Dr. Miklos right there.